Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome to Table Manners. I'm Jessie Ware and I'm here with my lovely mother. You don't mean that at all. <laughs> I don't today, actually. No, because you've not helped enough getting the shopping in. What are you talking you about? Little red hen. That's who I am. <laughs> I am. Oh, it's wished to finally showing <laughs> the strains of our relationship. Okay, so... I think we've got one of the most exciting guests of this series. It's my absolute dream. Would you like to introduce this person? Tonight we've got the wonderful, fantastic goddess that is Sandy Toxford. And I'm so excited. I'm a bit nervous. I feel like I'm not intellectual enough for this evening's You're probably not. I'm probably going to have to hold the fort a bit. (laughs) Mum's going to put on her radio for oh Guardian God. voice for you. That's what Mum... So, Sandy, Ma- yeah, but- what is your opinion on Brexit? I'm not going to ask her no, that. What are you going to ask about? I'm talk about Paul Hollywood. And his blue eyes. And his blue eyes. Please don't talk about that. I, I don't I'll think try she's not. interested in Paul Hollywood's blue not. eyes. I'm more interested in what I've been told she's doing, rewriting history. More about that coming up. Yes. For people that don't know who Sandy Toxvig is... How can they not know, darling? Well, she's a household name. I'm not going to lie. Darling, if you've watched Bake Off, you will know who she is. But you would have known her before if you listened to Radio 4. Well, this is the thing. I was on a TV show with her called The Last Leg. Yes. And they said Sandy Toxvig on it. And I, I boycotted this year's British Bake Off because it wasn't on BBC anymore. I was pissed off, so I didn't watch Bake Off this year. So I didn't know who Sandy Toxvig was. You didn't know. But I do, because her voice is so familiar. And it's from listening to her on Radio 4. I know. The news quiz, darling. I know, I know. But anyway, I felt like a bit of an idiot. And we hit it off. I fell in love, really fell in love, and managed to get her mobile phone number and uh, managed to invite her on... um, Table manners. I'm so thrilled. Yeah, so. and I think I've done one of my oak cuisine meals tonight. Do you want to take us through the menu, oh, Mum? I'm done Lebanese lamb, which is butterfied and you only cook for 45 minutes. Easy. What do you mean easy? Well, no, just an easy, an easy one for a hostess. Yeah, well, it is because I marinated it yesterday, and then we've done a warm winter salad mm. with uh, aubergine and spinach. 
In sun-dried tomatoes and, and tahini. Yeah. And pine nuts. And then we've done butternut squash. Mm. With the butternut squash, we've done pink, pink peppercorns, which we get from Skopelos in yeah. Greece. I, they're, they're really difficult to find here. Yeah, they are. Um, and we've kept the seeds in, which is always really good. You can roast the butternut squash yeah. seeds. Um, and we've put some cinnamon sticks in there, loads of olive oil. It's really nice. So this is going to be, I guess, a Middle Eastern feast. And we can't wait for Sandy Toxvig coming up on Table Manners. Sandy Toxvig. Am I saying that correctly? Yeah. Okay, good. good. Unless you're Danish, in which case you would say Sandy Toxvig. Okay. And we don't say the G, but the British find that almost impossible. Okay, so Sandy Toxvig. Yeah. Thank you so much for being on Table Manners. Well, I I came for a free meal. (laughs) (laughs) And you shall get one. Can I tell you, half of my friends wanted to come round and wait on because they love you so much. This is, honestly, this has got the most kind of excitement and... Yeah. Yeah, all mum's mates wants to be. Everyone wants to meet you and adores you. I'm going to let you down now. No way. Can I just, I just want to say, I've always adored you because I listened to Radio 4. So I've loved you long before Bake Off. And I thought I wouldn't love you as much once you went to Bake Off. Because it wasn't on the BBC anymore. I thought I'm going to have a real struggle with this. But you're wonderful. Well, do you know what? It's it, it, those bakers are amazing, and you just fall in love with them. Although I didn't realise there's a drinking game. Did you know this? What? No. There's a drinking game on the internet. If I cry, you get two shots. <laughs> I told you she cried all the time. That's why you love her so much as well. But I loved Liam. Oh well, he we was, all love Liam. Did everyone love Liam? Everybody loved. So Liam comes uh, from Hackney, and he said. He said, you know, the boys go off and they play football or they maybe get some of them get into trouble. Or He wanted to be the boy on the bus who bakes. And that is the most admirable thing in the world. And when he, when he, was, uh, when he was finally um, eliminated from the show, I said, what are you looking forward to? He said, I finally have the money to go to Nando's. And I just... Oh, bless you. He was so sweet and he was so good. He's charming. He's absolutely charming. I predict that he will have a very good career. Do you think? Yeah, I do. What I think was he he's doing at university? Drama. Oh. Yeah. So, but he had such good ideas, and yeah. they're all really original. But I loved it that sometimes he would do something like he did a thing. Um, I can't remember what the, the the thing he was making was, and he said there was some sauce because he'd made a thing that looked like pizza. Oh no, he made did he make actual pizza? And then he made dipping sauce, which is yeah, for yeah, the pizza yeah. bones. Mm. And both Prue and Paul went, "What are pizza bones?" And I, and I thought, "Wow, that's, pizza bones." Do you not know this? It's no. a very yeah, it's an American thing, which is the edge of your pizza, the crust, is they're known as known as pizza bones, and you you dip them, you dip them into a sauce. Well, I do like Domino's for their um, garlic dip that my boyfriend used to, my now husband used to, you know, we used to get extra sauce to, for the crust for your pizza bones. That's really clever. Yeah. So, and but anyway, Paul and Brute looked baffled by this. It was alien to them. Can we talk about Paul Hollywood for a second? Oh, he's my... Those eyes. He's so lovely. Is he really gorgeous when you're alive? He's a really lovely person. Is he? Yeah. Because he kind of has got this idea of not... People think he's very handsome, but not so nice. And that's, He's charming. He's, I, I knew he's it. He's charming. He's funny. We laugh and laugh and mm. laugh. He's as loyal as the day is long. He's a really good friend. Uh, I don't like driving with him. He drives too fast. But he loves cars. <laughs> I bet he's got a really fancy got, car, hasn't he? Every week. Yeah, <laughs> he, he, he buys classic cars. 
Yeah, he also drives Formula One cars. You know, I mean, he's uh, yeah. I, we, he once took me to the hotel, and I had to go back for my stomach. It was uh, terrifying. Can I ask? Were you? And I'm sure you've been asked this a lot, but were you an avid baker before you? No, no. I mean, got I, love, into... I love to cook, and uh, uh, so I've I've always baked in the way that the Danes will, you know, make stuff. It's quite a what, Danish what, tradition. Okay, so what are some of Danish kind of traditions. Yeah, I know, you make uh, cinnamon buns, that kind right, of thing. Okay. Uh, so nothing very exciting. Uh, I make Christmas cake every year, that kind of. Stollen. Uh, Where's more German? Oh, um, sorry, but right, that's sorry. all right. Uh, and uh, we what's make your it... Christmas cake? Uh, well, I've made a traditional British because okay, my mother's okay. English, so I make a traditional British right. one for her. Um, but uh, I, I don't watch a lot of telly, so I haven't seen Bake Off. So when they said, what do you like about the show? When I was first talking to them, I said, well, I like the bit where they bake. I didn't really have anything. I didn't really have anything. So, um, But maybe it's a good thing because I didn't try and be somebody yeah. the same. It know? was probably, yeah. I mean, I was prepared not to love it. And at the beginning, I didn't watch the first episode to show my solidarity, solidarity. solidarity with Mary and yeah. Sue and Mel. But then it, I just loved it. And it was just as good, if not better. Well, Noel is Noel Fielding is charming. He's sweet. He's a sweetheart. He's, he's kind of an ingenue, isn't he? He's just a, he's just like I don't know. He's like candy floss and. But like I mean, it's really important that that chemistry was right, wasn't it? Because I guess because yeah. uh, and fine, you hadn't watched this, you know, Bake Off before, but I'm sure it got filtered to you, you know, Mel and Sue, and the, 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 to have the kind well, of. Well, I'm chemistry. friends with Sue, so oh. so so we've been friends for years. Um, Did so she mind? But the thing is, we're all working. It's, it's a job. Yeah. We're all working, you know. I, I don't think we sort of think like that, mm. really. And, just, you know, she made the choice, what she wanted to do. It's not like I took her job. Yeah. Um, and they're, they're lovely. I have worked with Mel. They're, they're all lovely people. We're not really the kind of, well, we all backstab. I don't, no. wouldn't like that. But Prue and Paul and Noel and I, honestly, one of the nicest dysfunctional families I've ever belonged to. She's so glamorous, Prue. She's so... Those neck statement she's necklaces. amazing. In fact, so we've just oh, been... Wow. Today, we have a WhatsApp group, the four right. of us. And, <laughs> What's uh, it called? Been, uh, uh, the Gang of Four. Okay, nice. Um, and uh, so <laughs> I've been trying... They're coming to my house, we've decided, for our Christmas lunch. And there was much discussion about whether I'm going to make Danish food. Or... Are they coming? You're not on the Christmas Day. We're you're having okay, a we're having a separate lunch. Christmas. Okay, day so who's cooking what? Well, I think I will do it. I think. I'll... Do you think it's okay to cook for Peru? It's kind of nerve wracking. Yeah, I think so. Well, so we we've not cooked to... Oh, have you? Oh my god! Nightmare when you do a lot <laughs> of Otolengi dishes <laughs> six months in advance. <laughs> it was. How was it? It worked He's out. Gorgeous. It worked out. Have right. you met him? Oh, he looks at you and you think you are the most special person in the whole world. Whether you're a man, a woman, old, young. He's, yeah. He's, he's got that talent for making you feel that. special. Oh, nice. He's very, and his husband's really funny because he says that everyone has this, like, pressure yeah. when they go around for dinner. They have to do this big thing, but actually they just want it simple. They don't need an Otolenghi dish. Yeah, I was up at six in the morning picking lavender to make lavender shortbread. <laughs> okay, that's quite impressive. Didn't notice that. Yeah, and I'm not going to be doing that. Well, that's not happening. But, um, okay, so who's, so you're going to cook Christmas yeah, I think dinner. I will do, well, I think I will do a more traditional Danish meal, which is uh, to oh, make special thing. Danish meatballs. Uh, pickled red cabbage, which takes, mm. it takes a couple of days to make it properly. And we put apple in it so that it's slightly sweeter. Mm. And um, we do a kind of potatoes which are called caramelized potatoes, mm-hmm. which are like a heart attack on a plate, and they are the unbelievably delicious. So you boil the new potatoes, 
yeah. and then put them to one side and then um, put sugar and butter in the pan and let the sugar melt right down and then you recook the potatoes in the sugar and butter so you get an outside coating Crikey. of caramel and then inside it's just the soft potato it's so delicious you, you don't need onion recipe. in it yeah yeah it's yeah yeah. And what's it called? Caram- we just call them caramelised potatoes. Jessie, yeah. I'll write it down for you. Are you a bit sick of cakes now? No, I mean, I just had a wonderful time. I've been, I put on weight, which is not a good thing. Did you? Yeah. Oh, you can't help yourself. Oh, cause yeah. what, uh, but what, it's not filmed now. When is it filmed? In the summer? In the summer, yeah. Because it always looks lovely Yeah, outside. we'll start again in April in 2018. But the thing that I think most people don't know, because you don't see it on the telly, but behind the tent, there's another tent about half the size. That's my pussy cat. Pussy cat, hello. Um, where the home economists make the perfect perfect, so they make the. Uh, oh, they do the ones that Mary and the, the, uh, Mary or Prue, Prue and Paul have. They a look say, at. "Don't speak about Mary in Sorry. this house." <laughs> no, she's lovely too. But they do the ones, the special ones, and just to and, make sure that everything okay. that is being made in the tent can be made in the temperature and in the time um, and all those things. But you had trouble with your chocolate. Yes, there was a lot of uh, melting going with on with the melting. But yeah. what happens is. In order to get to the tent where I'm working, I have to walk through the tent where they're making all these perfect things. You've got to try it. You have to and try then, it. And then they're, they're left over when we film them. So they're all just sitting there. Um, and do you know what happens to all the cake that then is finished and nobody actually wants? What? Prue's pigs. Oh, my God. That, ha- that happened to your wedding cake. What? what it, it went, went to the pigs? To, it went to the goats and the hens. They had meringues. Meringues. Apparently the pigs Definitely. will eat anything. Great. Yeah. So we have a massive, so a mass, the biggest Tupperware I've ever seen in my whole life, and it just says bruised pigs on the side. I'd quite like to taste one of Prue's pigs. After <laughs> that. Be absolutely delicious. Sweet yeah, and delicious. How many pigs does she have? I don't know. She probably could sell them. The That's, bacon for something special. Yeah. You've amazed me because you do everything. No, I don't. You I do. Cannot you do, do theatre. Can't do a forward roll. <laughs> it's the sin. I've never mastered it. I don't know. I never saw the point of it. I don't know why anybody would want to do it, but it has annoyed me for my whole life. I, I can't seem to bend at the neck. I, I literally stand on my head and fall over. That sounds really painful. Yeah. I just and, the, and many hours as a child made to strip down to your underwear and try and do this annoying thing. Can you dive? Uh, well, I can't I, dive into a swimming pool. Diving into a swimming pool. I can't see the point of it. So I'm going to I, say that from yeah, now on. I've I always to, wanted to dive. I certainly can, but I can't see the point of it. That's, I often say that about things. Uh, I can do a scuba diving. I can do. Can you? Uh, yeah, I love that. Have you tried that? No. Oh, that is a thing you should try. I don't like my face in the water. I think you will love it. I did it, but I used up all my oxygen more. It was too quickly for the whole group because I was kind of nearly hyperventilating because oh. I was so nervous. So I was bobbing above everybody because you bob a little higher. You need to be calm. Yeah, and I, so I was like, <laughs> so poor guys, like I think they got like a five-minute swim with me. <laughs> so poor sods being on my team. But it's amazing because yeah. you're under the water and it's like a, a bunch of art students decided to design everything where you are. These amazing fishes, incredible colours. and Where have uh, you done that? Uh, all over the world, actually. Um, whenever I've been, you know, if I've been working away, so places like Florida and off the coast of Egypt. And do you and your wife do it together? No, she's, weirdly, no, but there's a thing I was saying to her the other day, I said, we should go off and do that. And she said, oh, you might take actual time off. That's an interesting concept. <laughs> 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 so that didn't go that well. <laughs> are you going to have a holiday soon then? We are going Surely to. Surely you deserve one. We're going to Copenhagen this weekend. Nice. Wow. Uh, with a couple of very good friends, because it's my hometown. 
Will that um, be like a holiday then? I love it. And the minute I get there, I just feel relaxed. There's something about the food of your childhood. Do you not think there's something about the food that you grew up with that you just feel uh, happy? Mm, yeah. You just feel happy. Yeah. So I will just introduce them to. I've I've booked a couple of restaurants that I know. Which ones have you booked? Was that at, famous one there? Noma. 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 Yeah, that's. Yeah, that's I've really never ever been able to get a table. What? No, no, we're ringing up right no. away. What really annoyed it's a me? Joke. No, but my son, who's twenty-three, he went last month. He got a table. Shit. No, somebody quite needs to have cross. a word. That's quite cross. Have you ever seen their recipe book? Yeah. It's about this big. It's a coffee table book with the most beautiful. It's fantastic. I have to tell you, the food in Copenhagen is phenomenal. It's really it's good. Phenomenal. Um, and uh, I've got a couple of really good friends, and uh, I've taken them there before. And um, we just wander about and drink coffee, and I don't know what we do. Nothing really. So, what is the food from your childhood then? Like, what was it that you grew up loving and eating? I, I don't know. So, there's a thing. It's this. It's it's peasant food. There's a thing called bixamel, which means mixed up food, um, and it's when you have everybody has something they do with leftovers. Every single nationality has something they do with leftovers. So we chop up meat, we chop up potato. We chop up onions and we chop up a little tiny bit of apple and we fry it all up together and you have a fried egg and beetroot uh, and it is oh, sounds good. phenomenal. Are you still acting? I don't get asked very often, so I did the last thing I did. I'm trying to think. I was I had a small part in a small part in called Midwife. In Amazing. Which I, in which I played a very stern nurse whose speciality was the iron lung. Now, I remember thing. that one. Okay, I didn't know anything about the iron lung. And there was a lot of scenes where there's a boy trapped in an iron lung and I'm being the nurse. So you can just see me rather tentatively patting the iron lung in a sort of <laughs> comforting way as if I'm ensuring that the thing is working. But uh, <laughs> I don't... Uh, I played Emmeline Pankhurst in a, in a, in a sitcom called Up the Women. Fantastic. Um, but there isn't... You know, it doesn't come up very often, unfortunately. I loved it. I love acting. That's how I started. I didn't start out to be anything that I am. I always started out to be an actor. Was that in Cambridge? Well, I was in the Footlights in Cambridge, yeah. which is a sort of review thing. Mm-hmm. But a director saw me in it. He said, come work for me for a year uh, at the Nottingham Playhouse. And I did everything. I did musicals. I did can Shakespeare. You well, I can sing it Did you get the comedy part in, in yeah, the musicals? Always. Always. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the one. What musicals did you do? I did The Boyfriend. I did a little night music. I don't know these um, ones. I've heard of the boy night music. Oh, Sondheim, okay. A little bo- night Did music you... is is a, a fantastic show, Sondheim show, and the boyfriend's an old English classic yeah. by Sandy Wilson. It's got some lovely numbers in it. Actually. Fabulous. I did you ever do Gilbert and Sullivan? No, I haven't done that, but I'm a fan. I feel like you would be really I good would. in I'm Gilbert Pirates and Sullivan. Pirates of Penzance, like by the Major General. Mikado, you could be, yeah, it'd be amazing. <laughs> so uh, I loved acting, and I, and I, it, I think it gave me up rather than I gave it up. So. But you took over from our great friend Simon Hoggart doing the news quiz. Uh, I worked with his Simon wife. A, Simon, a friend of yours? He, really good Yeah, friend. he was, and, and he was, yeah, a very good friend, yeah, for years and years. So you took over the news quiz, and I, yeah, I loved it. That was fun. I I've really always loved the news quiz. I don't even know the man that's doing it now. Miles Jupp, he's very good. Oh, yes, I know. Miles Jupp, yeah, I know, he's very good. But um, I had to give it up because uh, I was about to become political. So I gave it up to found the Women's Equality Party. The fastest uh, growing... Political party in the country. Uh, and, and still growing. Still growing. Yeah. Still growing. And, uh, uh, well, we'll see. Does that take up a lot of your time? No, unfortunately it doesn't. Uh, the party's now two years old and it has to go off and do its thing. So we have eight members of full-time staff now. Um, and we have offices and uh, I'm, I have high hopes for it. Have you got any elected 
No, it's it's really difficult. Um, uh, what I've understood, just to be serious for a brief moment, uh, we don't have equality, and we're probably unlikely to have equality for women for another 170 years, which is where we are at the Why moment. 170? That's the, what the World Economic Forum estimates, Shit, how long it will take. That's so terrible. Uh, if we had it, it would actually be worth £70 billion to the British economy. <laughs> uh, it actually would be really worth it and, and better for everybody, not just better for women, better for men. It's better, mm. better for men. What I've understood is that power is exactly related to the amount of money you, you have. How much can you leaflet? How much can you reach people through advertising? Mm. How much can you persuade you know, through having lots of people on social media and so on? And we're poor. We're, like, like most women... By comparison to the bulk of men, you know, we get paid on average 9.3% less. Uh, so so women are poorer, so our party is poorer. If we had more money, I think we would get an elected official sooner, but I promise you we will. Um, Can't you get, what's her name from, J.K. Rowling involved? I should do. She yeah, should. She's, 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 she's amazing. She's so divorcee, that was her But she's such, um, she's, she's quite philanthropic mm. and she believes in the power of women. But she's a very powerful part of the Labour Party. Uh, um, is she yeah. still? The thing about it is that we are available to anybody, whether you are from whichever political party, because we're not party political. Mm-hmm. The point is we're trying to get some things sorted, and once we've got them sorted, then our job will be done. It's not as, We're not from the left, we're not from the right. We'd like everybody to work together and try and solve some of these problems. You know, there's some, What was the report out t- today that a fifth of uh, people in this country are living in poverty? was the Roundtree Foundation report out today. A fifth. It's not good enough. It's not good enough. It's not good enough for our children. It's not good enough. The pensioners, There's, I I forget how many more thousands, hundred thousands of pensioners are living in poverty and the children who are living in poverty. And I would just love to see the parties not fighting, they're all working together. And that's part of what we're trying to do, is to get people to talk to each other. So it's not just about women's rights. It's about equality generally in all areas. Equality in all areas and all aspects of life. Yeah. So I'll give you a really good example. Um, uh, I had a friend of mine uh, who I was with uh, who wasn't feeling well, a woman, and I said, are you all right? And she was vomiting and she was shaking. Uh, And I said to her, I I think you're having a heart attack. And she said, no, 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 I don't have left arm pain and I don't have the tight band around my, you know, all Mm -hmm. the stuff that you see advertised. Anyway, I said, because I'm bossy, we're going to the hospital. Went to the hospital. She was having a heart attack. Now, How did you know? I don't know. I think I'd read something. So women's symptoms for heart attacks are not the They're same. Different than for and it's not then. advertised. It's not advertised. So it's no. things like that that it's would literally fair. save somebody's yes. life. Yes. Right? That's not advertised. So it's things in the... So equality within medicine as well, for example, would be one of our is one of our main things that we're looking to do. But uh, I, I think we can be the party that will affect change. And I don't care if the Labour Party or the Tory Party or any party steals our policies, as long as they make them happen, I'm fine with that. Absolutely fine. Can we also talk about rewriting history? Yes, we can. Please, to rewrite can you introduce it? Have something to eat. Yes, All right. but first let's talk about this. Rewriting history, please introduce it, Sandy. This is so important. So one of the things that I'm obsessed with is the fact that Wikipedia... Uh, is now is rapidly becoming the go-to thing on the internet for kids doing their homework, people wanting to know anything about history and so on. So roughly 9% of the people who contribute to Wikipedia are female and 91% are male. And the proportions of material on Wikipedia is exactly the same. 91% of the content is about men and their 
fabulous activities, and 9% is about women and well, women from why history. Why is that? Is it just because women don't contribute? I think, uh, you know, you, you could have to generalise. You'd have to... Women don't contribute, yes. But women are literally being left out of history. That is what's happening, um, because the content is so overwhelmingly male. male. So I'm obsessed with women's history. It's one of my great passions, and I give mm. talks. Is that what you did at university? No, I read, I was read to be a human rights lawyer. Did you? Uh, yeah. But uh, I, I'm obsessed with women's history, and I am writing a show, which I'm very I'm much hoping that you'll be doing. come and do, um, where we will tour around the country, and it'll be funny and jolly, and it'll mm. say the bits of women's history that you don't know about and the bits that have been left out and the stuff around the world. And then I'm hoping to get every single member of the audience to commit to putting another woman into Wikipedia. So my plan is to literally wow. rewrite history. So every audience member yeah. is encouraged yeah. and maybe impl- like do they have to like, well, I mean- well we're working on um we, we don't have nobody has to you know it's not a it's, I mean, it's i'm not, just thinking who not, i would be able to put up that wouldn't be up there i'm fe- racking my brains i feel well, like i'm I an think imbecile you would be surprised i think really? you would be surprised i i um i was just reading some other musicians uh, before i came out and i wanted to look them up and i looked them up on wikipedia and they weren't there so okay. i think you'd be surprised uh, the people who ha- uh, are not there and I also think that uh, the standard of what we think is a woman sufficiently important may be different to the standard of men right. think this man is so important he must be but also I think there is a problem for women in music because I think you get more notice by the amount of clothing you wear mm. um, and rather than your voice but it was only, and how yeah. you look yeah. rather than how you sing and how you perform well, I mean my general, the general consensus was that people didn't want to write about me because my story wasn't sexy enough. That I'd gone to have a baby and written an album about my family, and that and that I'd, I'd written an album in her first. It wasn't like an exciting enough story. Okay, so, so <laughs> I, was like, I thought it was so the best thing but, I've ever done. But here's what's really interesting about that is that uh, the impressionists. So if you think about the pressures that come into your head, and Suzanne and Pizarro, people like that, mm. the they thought the best impressionist of all was a woman called Mary Cassatt. And Mary Cassatt never got the big shows and never got the big reviews because she painted pictures of domesticity. Because mm-hmm. she painted babies being bathed and uh, women going about their chores because that was her life. And the paintings are fabulous. And the other painters thought she was the best, but she didn't get... So nothing has changed. Yeah. Nothing has changed if you go off and have a baby and do all those things and still want to be an artist and express yourself. Mm. Th- that hasn't changed in 100 years, 200 years or whatever. You follow in a long, noble line <laughs> Brilliant. of extraordinary women who, who did do that. But at least you've been brave enough to say, when people have said, you should wear this, that and the other, you've said, no way, I'm not wearing that. So my stepdaughter, who's a wonderful person, she, I, this band shall remain nameless. She went to see a women's singing group. And I saw some photographs from the concert. I didn't go to the concert, but I saw some photographs and I was horrified mm. by what they were wearing. Yeah. It's horrified. like bondage. I, I, yeah. I just thought, she's 12 and she admires no, you. I know. Don't wear that stuff. But that makes me sound old-fashioned, so it makes me sound... No, I don't think know. it does. I think it's a, it's a real Trust worry. your music. Trust your music yeah. and use that. I know. Do you want to eat Should something? Should we eat something? Um, yeah. This looks heaven. Jessica. Sorry, I just think it's... Jessica! Sorry, I think you need... Has it gone mad? <laughs> you put bloody oil all over it. Yeah, like a little, it's nice olive Jessie, oil. Jessie, that's not even... It wasn't the, you don't even know where the olive oil's from. It's not your olive oil. Oh. 
it looks lovely. Like Como olive oil. It like looks oil. lovely. Fuck off, mum. It's, Does... it's just a bit of olive oil. Nobody gets angry about it. Jesus that. Christ. It's <laughs> olive oil. Feels like I'm in the family now. <laughs> Very polite portion. We were Jewish. We only force feed. Sandy, I'm so happy. Can I just say, Sandy's having seconds, and we all are. It's delicious. Where did you grow up in America? In New York. Mm. Well, most of my childhood was in New York. Yeah. Both your parents were in broadcasting. Mm -hmm. But my dad became foreign correspondent. He was foreign correspondent for Danish television, but he was the only one. It's a very small country. We couldn't afford to, mm -hmm. so we went to New York because that's where the UN is. And that way he could report on any story around the world from the UN. And so we used to do it, because it was all on film then, right? Because there wasn't any digital stuff. He um, would finish his film, and then we would go quite often, the whole family, just for an outing, to JFK Airport in New York. And we would go to the queue, people waiting to go to Copenhagen on the plane, and go down the queue and see if anybody would take the film in a can back uh, to, well, take it back to Copenhagen. Uh, to be edited and put in the news. So even a big story from America would take a minimum of 24 to 36 hours um, to get back. So there was wow. never, it was never a rush. <laughs> but I remember that, going up and down the queue, just seeing if anybody would like to take the news home. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. You're listening to Table Manners with me, Jessie Ware, and my mother, Lenny. Sandy, we like to ask our guests, um, what is your worst table manner of other people? Uh, sometimes, if you're in a restaurant and they have a paper napkin, mm. people will blow their nose on the paper napkin and then put it on the plate. That oh is my, so vile. No, I've probably done that. Uh, uh, it makes me feel, I feel not, sick. I, I wish I hadn't that. eaten. Yeah, I, wish I know I feel exactly ill. what you mean. Oh and there's God. something about Good job, Jessie. Yeah, other, people's, do that on our other people's body fluids. It's not nice for the waiter, is it? Because no, that poor waiter terrible. has got to scrape the plate. I just think it just is not what a napkin is for. It's not no. a. Fair it is enough. not a tissue. And you wouldn't do it. You wouldn't do it with a. No. A, 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 Why do you think that? No. What I do you think? That's think? Very, what do you I, think? I think you're right. I think you're very accurate, and I now feel embarrassed if I have ever done that, and I think I probably have done that. If so. you do do it yeah. and use the paper, put it in your bag. Yeah. No, I probably have put it in my pocket. I'd like to. Don't you put it back on your plate? I love how quick you had your answer. Some people are like. You know, I'm like easy breezy. I want to know your favourite restaurant. Uh, in the world? Yeah. Well, when I was a child in uh, in Copenhagen, we used to go to the Tivoli Gardens. 
which are in the heart of the city. Is it still and, there? Yeah, yeah. And there's a, a restaurant called Gröften, oh, which gone. just means the, I think it means the ditch, really. Um, and it's probably the oldest restaurant in Tivoli. And the food is, honestly, it's not like anything that you'd go, wow, it's the most amazing meal. It's just the restaurant of my childhood. And my father was phenomenally famous. He was the most famous man in Denmark. And in those days, so I was born in 1958, this is the early 60s, if you went into the restaurant with my father, all the men would stand up, click their heels and bow their heads until he sat down. Oh, wow. wow. And I always think of it when I go there. So when How I, lovely. When are we going to Copenhagen uh, on the Saturday night? I booked Kreuften and uh, it'll be the Christmas market time in the Tivoli. What's your, what's a Danish Christmas meal? Do you eat on Christmas Eve? We, we celebrate Christmas Eve. Yeah. Uh, we take all day preparing the meal. We have roast duck. Uh, and red cabbage and uh, caramelized potatoes and rice pudding. Is there a special ingredient for rice pudding, or is yeah, it just? Yeah, it's. I mean, it's made of shed loads of cream, right. uh, and it has to be proper pudding rice. Mm-hmm. And then you chop up lots of almonds to put in it, oh, nice. and then one whole almond. And the person who wins or finds the whole almond in their rice pudding wins the marzipan pig, and it has a red uh, cherry sauce on top. Uh, but it's black tie. Everybody has to dress up, and uh, it's in the evening. Um, on Christmas Eve. On Christmas Chris- Eve. So, so we have dinner, mm-hmm. and uh, then uh, the ladies all go into another room, and uh, the boys light the real candles on the tree. Um, oh, how and gorgeous. then they ring a bell, and the ladies come in and go, Oh, best tree ever. Uh, and then we all hold hands and we sing um, around the tree. Uh, and then we sit down, and then the youngest person. Not uh, probably my grandson is too young, but the youngest person mm-hmm. gives out the presents, and they're all given out one at a time. And uh, we have to watch each present be unwrapped, and it takes forever. <laughs> by which time, some of the grown-ups are a little bit tiddly uh, <laughs> by the end. Um, but it's lovely. The ladies wear red, and the uh, gentlemen wear tuxedos. So what are you wearing? Your outfit? Uh, I haven't got anything yet. My wife will sort something out. <laughs> can we do, no, but can we just take the mo- a moment? When I first met Sandy, she had the best Air Maxes on I've ever seen. <laughs> Pink suede Air Maxes. <laughs> they were phenomenal. <laughs> Would I like them? You would, Mum. They were so I'm wearing cool. my Geox at the moment. They're very cool. But I, 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 am I being stupid? But how do you light a real candle on a Christmas tree? I'm just wondering how that works. Wire special hold, holders. holders. And they're okay. beautiful. And they're made, the ones that we have, I've been collecting them over the years. There's a, a silversmith in Denmark called Gil Jensen, George Jensen. And they oh, yeah. Make, oh, yeah, George Jensen, yeah. famous. Yeah, and they make, they make two new candle holders every year. And I've been collecting them for years so that my children eventually will have enough oh gorgeous uh, and so it has a little hook and then a, and then a, a counterweight that hangs down and each year there's a different shape it might be an angel or a star or a christmas <gasps> bell or Fabulous. whatever and then a white candle goes in so the counterweight stops the candle from and it hangs on the brooch mm-hmm, mm-hmm. if you haven't seen a christmas tree fully lit with candles it is you need to it's one of the most ex- i will i will on christmas eve i will text you a Please picture send me a of picture. the tree um, it is one of the most beautiful things. And that moment when we all hold hands and we sing, and we sing old Danish songs, um, that's a really, I love that moment. That sounds like a very special romantic Christmas. Yeah, it's nice. Can I just ask, what will you do on Christmas Day? Recover from Sitting Christmas Eve? Right. Uh, okay. build, build things. There's always things that we need building, I think. <laughs> it really is. Find batteries. Like a tricycle, yeah. or yeah, you'll be doing something for. So when do you guys? What do you celebrate? Well, we're Jewish. I know. So we celebrate so everything. We, we celebrate are. anything that you can have a party and yeah. you can yeah. have a, a thing. But this year we're not going to be together because I'm going away with my other daughter. Okay. Um, and she's based in LA, and we're going to Hawaii. Oh, I've always. 
Me too. But next year, I think we'll have one here. Do your in-laws yeah. celebrate? Oh yeah, they love it. They'll do. They'll do. They're in Dorset. They're in Bridport, and uh, they'll do like. I still find it funny having like the gammon. They'll like have a gammon on the side. We've never ever eaten gammon yeah. in our lives. So, um, but I, I like. You it. do eat bacon, darling. I know, but I do like the gammon. It's really good. <laughs> Can you beat the cream, darling, yeah, and put a bit of... Oh, so, so mum decided to bake for you, Sandy, because, you know, we're... I've never baked because you're... Because Aww. of the bake-off. I've never baked a bloody thing in my life. Well, I'm... I'm but I went to a friend's house, and she made a clementine cake. Oh. Which you've probably had. No. Nope. Did anyone do it in bake-off? No. Okay, okay you so you, you bake the, the, the clementine cake, you boil three clementines for two hours right and then you mush them all up and put them with ground almonds and sugar and eggs that's your clementine cake and it looks not too bad sounds Um, delicious before we tuck in sandy toxic sandy toxic um thank you so much for coming and taking a chance on um a rather enthusiastic uh (laughs) member uh you know a fan fan, basically you you know you owe me now right i do owe you. so i have never ever been uh part of any music scene whatsoever and at the very least, I want to come on. You've got to come to the gig. Plug in your you plug in your microphone or something. Basically, Sandy on the last leg, quite maybe stupidly, I'm really happy offered to judge a Bake Off because what I've done on my tours before has I was hungry one day and I decided I was a big fan of Bake Off and I decided to do a competition and it kind of all got out of hand and I I got quite fat. And um, I, Sandy learnt about this, and she thought it would be a really good idea to judge. Yes. So anybody, anybody who's coming to it's it's going to be probably a London show, I yeah, think. I think so. Um, there are two shows, so you maybe you don't know if you're coming. Then you may, ha- if you want to bake, then Sandy will be judging um, a Bake Off on stage. And actually, do you know what? You and I are a very good example. Which I really, what I love, there's lots of things I love about life. I'm endlessly enthusiastic about life. What I love is you never know when the next friendship is around the corner. Well, Sandy, here, here. Cheers to that, no, honestly. No. I am so happy to have met you and to have stolen you for this. But honestly, um, thank you so much for being on Pleasure. this. Well, and a um, free meal. I can't wait to see the Christmas tree. Yeah, um, down the texture. And um, yeah, I'll see you <laughs> cheers to our new fam- friendship. Yes. Where's mum? Cheers. Mum. Cheers. Oh, cheers. I bought my 17 cake. Oh, that looks fabulous. You don't. Cheers. Cheers. Look, I'm. Cheers. Thank you so much, Sandy Toxic. Happy Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Cheers. Happy Hanukkah. Mum? What? Should you go first or shall I? You can go first. No, you go first. I love her. I love her so much. Me too. She's a goddess. She's just the best. Just very easy company. Just so clever. Tells you all you need to know about everything. You put your Radio 4 voice on for her, you know Did that. I? You did. Oh, because I've news, heard her on... The news guy. Mm, my good friend Simon Hoggart. Oh, shut up. I've heard her on Radio 4. Oh, Radio 4. Shut I up, love Jeffy. to listen to it. I thought it was my best meal. It was good. All I'll say, it was delicious. Shit. It was delicious. Except for the oil you put on the... No, the olive oil was perfect. Yeah. All I'll say is I would have loved a little gravy. Jessie, Lebanese people don't have gravy. It was moist lamb. It was cooked for 40 minutes. It was really good, Mum. Jessie, the cake. 
Let's talk about the cake. Let's talk about the cake. It was gorgeous. A success. A massive success. Massive. I asked her... Maybe you are a baker. No. I asked her, is this good enough for Bake Off? And she just looked at me and she said, no. <laughs> she went, darling, come on. Because <laughs> <laughs> you said that. I feel like we could have spoken for hours and I feel like she teaches you something and you learn and but we're all, all going to enroll. I feel, yeah, I feel a bit embarrassed. None of us are involved in, in the women's equality, the women's equality party. We're all joining party, tonight. But you know what? And if you're listening, instead of uh, rating us uh, five stars, maybe you should go and just join the women's equality party. Instead and make a difference. And make a difference. That um, She's inspiring that woman. Mum. I really feel like we're getting the hang of this podcast, though. Do you think? Yeah. And I think we've just gone so highbrow now that we've had Sunday. Keep it up, Jessie. We need to keep it up. Yes. You know what Grandma used to say? If you bend down in the gutter, you pick up nothing. Keep high. (laughs) Pishy. Jewish. Mother. By the way, if you've been enjoying the music on the show, it was created by my good friends Peter Duffy and Pete Fraser. Table Manners has been produced by the fabulous Cup and Nuzzle. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> <laughs>